Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton-Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we're talking holiday season travel hacks. Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Game. It will expand your brain. So I can hardly believe that we are already in November and we're having to talk about holiday season travel hacks and we're having to think about, you know, how do we make our travel this holiday season both delightful and affordable. And so we wanted to do a podcast for you guys uh, all about, you know, different travel hacks that we have found uh, so that you can achieve both those goals and and basically not have too much stress during the holiday season when you're traveling. Well, this is actually probably a podcast maybe we should have even almost a few weeks ago if we're we're talking Thanksgiving travel, but at least we're going to talk a little bit of Thanksgiving travel as well as Christmas and and New Year's travel. So we're going to sort of get it in right under the wire there about uh, doing some some travel hacks um, to save some money this year. Yeah. And so Thanksgiving, I mean, it's rolling around uh, quicker than than we think. You know, we're 
we're like thinking like, oh, we actually have to figure out what we're doing on Thanksgiving. That would probably be a really good place to start. Um, but I think that, um, you know, Thanksgiving is one of these holidays. I mean, we pretty much know like Christmas travel, New Year's travel is usually always pretty tough, a little expensive and Thanksgiving kind of comes and goes. Um, but what we found is that flights are 13% more expensive than last year around Thanksgiving, which is, I don't know if that's shocking or not, but I mean, I think the fact that it keeps trending up is unfortunate for our wallets. It's, it's all kinds of different reasons, like fuel costs and all kinds of different, you know, variables th- than last year too. So, right. Um, but they're actually expected to stay stable for October and then of course spike in November and prices can actually rise $10 a day during weeks leading up to the holiday. So the point of the story is kind of every day you wait, uh, you know, can, can make a difference. But I think that the next thing that we found is um, really interesting. So if you can wait until two weeks before Thanksgiving to book your flight, which would normally be feel like that's way too late, actually the price can dramatically drop. Yeah, I mean, what the, what they're saying is, you know, it, it can really get hover around that sort of average price. If you're flying to right. whatever de- destination, it will get to that average price as opposed to those spike prices. It's like holidays, you know, it's like almost like wedding prices. Like, you know, it's like, oh, it's, you're going up for the holidays. Oh, that's going to be two right. to, to three hundred dollars more. Yeah, exactly. So, so basically, kind of go to the average, which I, you know, say if you're flying from. You know, cross country from LA to New York could be around three to four hundred bucks, uh, probably a little bit less or something like that. Yeah. So the the moral of the story is, I wouldn't wait more than two weeks before Thanksgiving to book your Thanksgiving flight. But you know, if you want to kind of play with that metric, you might be able to find you know some some good kind of like spotty deals here and there. Yeah. Well, they also say too that you know no more than six weeks ahead for Thanksgiving. For some reason, there's that window in there, and right now is actually a probably good window. So you don't always have have to wait for the last minute thing to just go there, you know, less than two weeks ahead of time, you know, you might, you might be able to find some deals right now. So it's, it's a lot of those, Hey, you might be able to find some deals on certain days, but it also might be $10 more each day. <laughs> so, right. so you, it's you a little bit of a crapshoot, but, but, but I, but I think it's one of those things that just like any flight you want to just keep checking, you know, it, why just pay? Oh, okay. Let's just pay it. It's holiday. I'll go, you know, spend five, 600 bucks, you know, per ticket, you know, might as well just keep looking. Right. You know, and I actually like, I've traveled a lot on holidays in the past and I really like doing that. Not only are there less crowds sometimes I've found, but I think people just tend to be a little bit nicer actually on the holiday. And I've been able to save, you know, more money actually traveling on the day. So flying on Thanksgiving day itself could usually save you somewhere between like 50 to a hundred bucks, just if you're willing to, you know, maybe like hold off your turkey until later on in the day. Yeah, well, I mean, if you depending on where you're flying, you know, if you if it's only an hour or two flight or something like that, or you get an early flight and you get in and you have you know have dinner as opposed to having dinner at three o'clock in the afternoon like a lot of people do. So, you know, I I, I don't. We see have that. a little like we have a little not I won't use the word disagreement on Thanksgiving, but you like Thanksgiving dinner. I like Thanksgiving lunch. Well, you want to get all the football in, so you know that's that that's mainly why. And then you then you have dinner. So, but 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 you do snack all the the whole day. So, but well, the, that's the, my the, point. Then you're not exactly. hungry. The advantage, when yeah, no, around. I do see that. I do see the, the early afternoon thing and stuff, you know. But if we eat early in the afternoon, then I'm going to have to have a turkey sandwich later on too. So, 
but yeah, no, I think I think a lot of times too, you're gonna you're gonna get you know less people on the flights too that 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 day too, as opposed to the crush uh, of the other days. And what and the other thing too that they say is you know to avoid the the dates around Thanksgiving. So you know, so if you fly if you're flying you know the Wednesday before. Uh, or the Friday before, like say this year, uh, Thanksgiving is on the 23rd, on Thursday the 23rd. If you fly, fly the, uh, on the 17th, so a week, almost a week before, or a little over, <clears throat> over a week before Thanksgiving, that those are the worst times. And of, of course, flying home on Sunday the 26th is a really bad time. Those are the highest price times. Yeah. So if you're if you're flying somewhere for the holidays, you know, maybe tell your boss that oh. You need to come home on Monday or Tuesday or some other day other than Sunday because that is definitely, you know, um, not the sweet spot. The sweet spot really is Tuesday the 21st through Friday the 24th. Those seem to be the best times to fly from what we researched and what we were seeing. Yeah, I mean, those they say right as of right now, like <laughs> this week, those are really good flights, uh, you know, let alone, you know, down the road. Uh, a couple weeks before that they, those might be even cheaper and stuff. Of course, any of this, they're going to be crowded flights. <laughs> so it's not just that. It's it's not, uh, you know, avoiding crowds. It's it's avoiding maybe higher fees. Right. And, you know, I think even if you get one of those cheap flights, you may not have the same perks as last year. So American and United are rolled out their basic economy, which really is basic. It's cheap seats in exchange for, you know, you don't have overhead bin. Sometimes you have to pay for, you know, what you're putting under your seat in, in front of you. Um, I just listened to the news yesterday. They were talking about JetBlue, how they're they're taking room out of the bathroom so they can add two more rows of seats, and they're making the bathrooms even smaller. If they, if they could actually get that small, than they are now. now, you know. So this is definitely a trend for airlines. Of you know, hey, how can we cut you know some of these perks and be able to you know advertise cheap flights yeah and the basic economy class we've we've talked about this on on other podcasts too and stuff that's so so when you're looking this holiday season and and you're like oh wait i found a great deal make sure it's not one of these flights unless that's what you want to do you know right so so that that's the other thing too you could look and go you know what i'm cool you know i i i I just want to get home and I, I get home for the holidays or get to, you know, you know, relative's house or whatever. I will take the basic economy class. But but if right, you don't want if that, you, yeah. yeah, if you don't want that and you start adding in the price of bags and all these other things, you're usually more expensive than if you just bought the regular seat to begin with. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, so yeah, so I mean, that's that. Those are really uh, what's what's going on for Thanksgiving, and as, as of right now, Thanksgiving is actually trending a, a little bit higher uh, than Christmas flights. Uh, so we can move on to Christmas, Christmas and Hanukkah flights. Christmas and Hanukkah, yeah. So Hanukkah, for those of you who don't know, is December twelfth through the twentieth this year. Uh, and they could be good dates to get better deals, you know, and avoid some of the the holiday rush. But the best time to book is usually four to six weeks ahead. And of course, flights can spike more than six weeks ahead of Christmas. I mean, Christmas is just, you know, no matter what religious affiliation you are or whether you celebrate Christmas or not, that just, time of year, yeah, it's just, you know, let's try and, and price a couch as much as we can. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, uh, they, but also now, go back to the Thanksgiving thing. Sure. Uh, you know, if you go two weeks ahead of time, 
uh, or less than two weeks, let's just say, um, those spices can the those prices can <laughs> spike actually. So if you wait to the last minute for Christmas, what they say a lot of times, you know, basically you're going to get totally gouged. Right. So, you know, planning ahead, I think there's like the sweet spot of planning ahead, but almost not too much ahead because I think we found, you know, uh, the earlier you book for some of these things, sometimes you end up paying more because I think what happens is, you know, the the airlines get close to Christmas and they look at kind of their occupancy and um, where they're at. And then they, you know, make those, those couple weeks, you know, a place where they you know, are more willing to play with the prices. And so, you know, you can usually pick up a, pick up a pretty good deal. But of course, just like Thanksgiving, flying on Christmas day is usually the cheapest day to fly where, you know, you could save somewhere around 50 bucks. Um, and if you have flexibility, you know, this might, why not, why not, why not do that on Thanksgiving or Christmas? You know, if if you can, I've flown on Christmas and Thanksgiving and New Year's Day and, you know, I was pleasantly surprised at like the airports were fairly empty. And like I said, people were just really nice because they were like, we have to work. And so we might as well all just be cheery. Yeah. And also, too, I think that if you are, again, going home or wherever you're going to go go for, for Christmas, uh, you know, during that holiday time, if you're going to be gone longer and you're going to be gone for a week or two, why not fly on that day? And then you're there through New Year's or, or whatever the case is, you know, so or yeah. however long you're going to stay. So. You're going to avoid a lot of, uh, you know, different things of, of you know, a, maybe a cheaper flight and and probably the crowds as well, too. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited. And it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and T-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash etm to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash etm. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding? or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical. If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because, let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals, so you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated, all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress toward your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. 
And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash ETM. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks and they even allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash ETM. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash ETM for your extended 30-day free trial. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied, or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. <laughs> I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash ETM and use promo code ETM at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash ETM and enter code ETM at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E.com slash ETM. Go to joindeleteme.com slash ETM and use code ETM for 20% off. Hey, my name's Otis Gray, host of The Daily Book Club, a daily podcast where I read wonderful old books one chapter at a time. Simple as that. Whether you want to get engaged and lost in a fascinating story that has stood the test of time, or just relax to a good book, listen to The Daily Book Club to get wrapped up or unwind during your day. We'll read classic stories like Pride and Prejudice, The Enchanted April, The Wind in the Willows, beautiful stories all told from start to finish. And you can even do a real book club. Tune into the Daily Book Club Discord and discuss the readings with other book club listeners. However you want to listen, it's your choice. Subscribe to the Daily Book Club on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else. New episodes every single day. So sit back, relax, 
and get lost in the Daily Book Club. Yeah, but that weekend before Christmas, that's yeah. that's kind of the worst time. So you should definitely avoid that. Uh, last year, flights on the Saturday and Sunday before Christmas were nearly double than uh, flying crazy. during the week. So, you know, they definitely have, like, figured out the days where most people decide to fly, and they're like, all right. Well, it's, it's also probably easier for most people to fly on the right. weekend anyway. I mean, yep. obviously, you have to work and whatever the you know, the case is, and you know, if you're traveling with kids and so of course, you know, that, that, that's just where, where they like to get you. Right. But currently, you know, the average fare that we found for Christmas and New Year's is somewhere around, it's you know, down from last year. Yeah, yeah. It's down from last year, somewhere around $404. So last, last week it was actually 408 and $429 last month. So that sort of shows you like we're trending down kind of into that sweet spot. Um, so if you haven't booked Christmas yet, you know, this might be a good time for you to kind of start, you know, pricing those fares out. Yeah. And, you know, and, and also to just, you know, just as I was saying before that if you could swing, if you could hang with your family for a little bit longer and, you Which know, maybe a good or not so good thing. <laughs> exactly. Uh, if you fly, you know, the, the Wednesday, uh, and, re- uh, the 20th, Wednesday, the 20th before Christmas and return a week later, it's a lot more affordable as of right now is, is what they're, what they're saying. But usually generally that's the, the sort of sweet time to, to go as well. Right. And so, you know, I always tell people to like, if, once you book your, once you book your flight, you booked your flight, like don't keep checking, um, and freaking out over, you know, it's more expensive or less expensive. I mean, you've, you've booked it, you've paid for it, but a lot of the airlines now allow you to actually reserve or hold your, your flight. So Which, you can hold it for, this is really important. They do this a lot of, uh, European airlines and, and other uh, countries. They do this. They've done this. That, that's always been their practice, but now a lot more, uh, you know, uh, yeah. so US you can, flights are doing some this. of them. You can hold actually for up to three days. I've seen a to seven days. And so I think this gives you some time to like hold that one fare while you're kind of looking around and seeing if there's anything else. And then you can take advantage of that fare if, um, you know, if that is the lowest price. So we've done that a lot because I'm like, Ooh, this looks like a good deal. I'm going to try and hold this. And sometimes there's a fee, like a $10 fee or, or something like that. But, but that could be worth it. Yeah. You know, it kind of, um, Especially those those de- deals when you're like, nah, I know this is a deal. Yeah, but is that usually one that you have to fly, uh, or we have to book just through the airline? Right, that's not something you're that is go correct. Expedia, or that is correct. Kayak or yeah, none of like those. Yeah. They call them OTAs, so none right. of those. You're you're definitely going to need to go directly to the airline. But that's a good point too. Like if you find a deal on um, Expedia or you know any of these other sites. Always check the airline airline. too, and because sometimes there's discrepancies. Sometimes one will be less expensive than the other, and there isn't a rhyme or reason. So it's just really smart to always check, you know, the airline too, just to make sure that you know you're indeed getting a good deal. And sometimes it can be crazy expensive more. So so yeah, just like you said, there's no rhyme or reason of of why they do it. But I think it's always good to check in, and what you know, especially if you could do that whole thing. Why not? Like, or you if know. you have points and yeah. you know, you, you maybe you forgot about points and then you go and you log into the airline, you're like, Oh yeah, I have, 
you know, 20,000 points or 40,000 points. Like that's worth money to you when you're, when you're traveling. Yeah. You know, so a lot of the information we got on the, on this, you know, uh, podcast, we, we, this episode we got from kayak and uh, CNBC had some really good pointers, but one, uh, Condé Nest traveler uh, had an interesting thing about, you know, and I'm not sure if you could actually save money on doing this, but if you flew in on one airline and you flew back on another airline, I could see this where you could save money, especially if it's one-way flight here, one-way flight there. A lot of times they say you could save money. But also, if you fly in on one airport and fly out on another airport, if you can do that, uh, if there are a couple of airports around you where you're flying uh, back and forth, you could save money too. Yeah, and I think, you know, the thing about the, the, those strategies definitely do work. Uh, it comes down to, like, how much time do you want to invest in searching for a deal on on airfare? Because if you start playing some of these games and monkeying around, you know, there are ways that you could save money. But, again, it just it takes a little extra time and patience. Um, I'm ridiculously patient with that stuff because I'm all about like finding the best combination. But, um, yeah, I mean, if you live in like a big metro area or even a small area, you know, check a lot of the airports around you if it's within driving distance, because I know sometimes we've had, there's a local airport near us that we just, there's a few different ones. yeah. Yeah. But there's one close that we just love to fly out of so we could avoid Los Angeles International Airport. And usually the flights at that airport are more expensive, but sometimes just by, you know, chance, it will be less expensive at our favorite airport. And, um, you know, then I know like, oh, I got to jump on that fast. Yeah. Well, you know, and, but that could be the case too, that you fly out of the bigger airport, you know, on the way there, maybe there's a cheap flight on the way back. You can see that, you know, is it worth the hassle and is it maybe too confusing at times? Maybe, yeah. but you know, it's, it's just, it, again, if, it comes down to like, if it's what, a really ridiculous amount of savings, then you're like, oh no, I, I could, I could handle this. I can remember which airport I'm supposed to go to. Yeah, yeah, that's that would be a really important thing to, to do because I have heard stories of people that have gone to the wrong that's airport and yeah. missed their flight. Um, yeah. I think there was an episode about friends. There's, yeah, there's, yeah. Um, so yeah, you definitely want to make sure you know where you're flying in and where you're flying out. Um, so we've done Thanksgiving and, and Hanukkah and Christmas, and that just leaves us with New Year's. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of times I think when people go away for Christmas, sometimes they will stay through New Year's. But you know what they say? So say if you don't go away for Christmas or or you want to go somewhere or else for new year's uh you know don't start planning too early if you book more than six weeks ahead of new year's new year's eve uh you can pay a considerably a lot more airfare which is you know i think this is really interesting because we we have traditionally heard like book far ahead book far ahead book far ahead and now it's turning into like don't book too far ahead you know you could actually end up Saving money if you if you wait just a little bit, almost to that place where you're like, oh, this feels nervous waiting this long. Yeah, well, I think I think because it's just within the Christmas crush there that that right. that's usually what you know, unless you maybe fly the right after uh, Christmas, um, you know. But what they also say too is that flying on December 30th or even the 31st you can save around $100 or more uh, per flight right. uh, than you would actually flying on the 26th or the 27th. Right. So, well, and that makes sense. You know, if you're, if you have, you can fly on the 31st and like, I guess, get in, yeah. you know, before. I mean, yeah. We're talking I've, midnight. So I've celebrated a few New Year's Eve floating in the friendly skies. So, uh, you know, I, I, again, I think that it's, it just comes down to like, will your plans allow for that? And, 
um, you know, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with going somewhere New Year's Eve on the 31st and then taking a few days after that because that week after New Year's, everyone's kind of not working as well. So yeah, I mean, you know, I think I think what the the, the overall you know arc of this is just you know trying to 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 work the system with with the airlines. You know, I mean, they're not really looking out for passengers. I don't think these days. You know, they're trying to price gouge you. They're trying to you know give you know spend or have you spend more money than than ever before these days. So why not you know try to work the system and 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 get it the best deals you can you know flying away for the holidays um one of the things we're going to do to possibly save money this year uh for christmas is we're going to go on a little family uh a road trip yes i i'm i'm looking forward to this but um i'm sort of like ooh, i don't know how you know because it's it's like a two-week road trip like how i'll do in the car that many days. Yeah, I mean, I, I've driven across country around this time uh, of the year, but we're actually going from you know California to Florida and, and coast and, to coast, and make, making our way through some other states and stuff like that. But sometimes doing this, if you have the time, you you, you could probably save money, don't you think? Yeah, I, I do because you know, depending on where you're flying into, uh, you know, there are just some areas of the country or of the world where flying into, you know, during this time of year, it's just, it's just really expensive, and there aren't a whole lot of ways that you can kind of get around that. So, um, you know, gas obviously is not cheap, but you know, if you can plan it out right, you know, you could. Definitely save some money if you're if you're willing to drive instead. Yeah, and, and you could you could you know I think these days too there's 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 so many apps and different things we're gonna, we're going to use um, to find hotels like hey yes. we're, we're we're getting to an area and we could at least check ahead of time and go okay there's you know say three different hotel rooms you know three different hotels available. Right, we'll, we'll go with the best one there and stuff. Uh, you know, there's a few different relatives that that we're gonna and friends we're gonna stay with and you know crash with them that we haven't seen in a while or whatever and stuff. So you know, I think those you know then we're and the, one of the main reasons we're gonna do this besides we've never done a, a road trip like this together is that we're you're also gonna do a lot of podcasts and 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 this is also we're gonna say you say all right, do you save money on this or do you not? Or do you save your marriage on this or do you not? You know? <laughs> so we'll be doing experiment, a kind of a live experiment, um, podcasting as we, as we travel around really, yeah. Figuring out, you know, are there ways to save money even though we haven't thought about, you know, traveling or getting to someplace last minute? Um, you know, all of those different things, certainly during this time of year. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you definitely save with the people, uh, uh, you know, in, in, yes, in the airports, the airports which, which, yes. which you, you don't like a lot, right? You don't <laughs> like a lot of people besides, besides our listeners, of course. Right. Yeah. Uh, crowded spaces, crowded airports, crowded theme parks, crowded anything. It's just not my jam. So well, I, think a lot, I think a lot of people, you know, kind of feel that way too. So I think any, any way you could kind of hack your holiday travel, uh, you know, go for that and you know, try to find the best ways uh, of, you know, Getting to the family, to getting to the family, getting to your friends, getting to wherever you want to go, you know. So, so this is what we covered on, you know, Christmas, Thanksgiving, and New Year's on the cheap end. Later on, we're going to do some really holiday getaways if you want to get away from your Griswold family and not maybe try to avoid family time. We're going to find some fun deals and some cool places to go. Oh, I want to go there for Christmas or New Year's or something like that. 
Absolutely. So here is to an awesome holiday season for you. As always, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Shauna Game. You can follow Jeff on Instagram at The Traveling Game. And if you love this podcast, do me a favor, share it with your friends, shout it out on social media, head on over to the link in the show notes and leave us a review. 